the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. All right. Well, if that topic wasn't heavy enough, we're going to pivot to another one. We've been following this story for um, a couple of weeks now. Uh, and, of course, that is the uh, quote-unquote leak of the decision related to the Roe versus Wade decision out of the United States Supreme Court. There's been a lot of controversy related to who might be behind the leak, what the intention might be, et cetera, et cetera. I, I don't know whether it's the notion of um, somehow a liberal putting this forward, trying to create trouble earlier. The response is going to be negative in the pro-abortion camp, no matter when this decision was handed down, either by revealing it two months earlier or, or being made public officially by SCOTUS sometime in June and July, which is what the initial plan was in terms of when the decision would be handed down, whatever that might be, um, from from the court's own admission when it decided to hear this case, along with, quite frankly, even the notion that somehow this was put out there to try to intimidate the court, that it would stir up enough trouble that maybe the court would maybe change its mind as if it could not have had the capacity to anticipate what the reaction might be in one camp or another. All of that discussion, I think, quite superfluous to the broader concern, particularly as Californians, that now that the Supreme Court has said, you know what, we really need to make sure that the states make this decision, and many of the states have said we are going to decide for life, California instead seems to be doubling down. And everyone from the governor to the assembly speaker to the head of the California State Senate have all vowed that they are going to enshrine abortion on demand in the state of California, that we will become a refuge state, and that largely you and I as Californians are going to pay for it all. Let's get more from Jonathan Keller, president of the California Family Council. I I guess, Jonathan, in some respects, this response by California uh, California's quote-unquote leadership was to be expected. I think what I find particularly troubling is not just doubling down, but doubling down by saying, yeah, this is going to be the place where you can come and get an abortion no matter where you're from. California is going to pay for it. Well, that's absolutely right, Craig. And I was actually just in San Francisco yesterday for a press conference right in front of the Zuckerberg Memorial Hospital. And we were uh, there alongside, California Family Council was there alongside my friend Lila Rose and her organization, Live Action. And we picked that location because that is one of the chief training facilities for abortionists in the state of California. They're right at UCSF, at the campus of that hospital. And you're right. Instead of actually trying to do things that are going to make things better for families here in the state of California, uh, we're looking at taking the massive budget surplus from California's taxpayers and spending it on recruiting women from across the state to come here to the state of California and uh, kill their unborn children through abortion. Um, and, uh, Craig, I, I realize this is, a, this is a segment about abortion, but if I could briefly digress into finances and budgetary issues. Just to put this in perspective, I, I had to double-check my own math on this because I couldn't believe it. 
But the budget surplus that our governor, Gavin Newsom, keeps referring to is $97.5 billion with a B, $97.5 billion. Well, even with California's huge population of 39 million people, uh, that equates to $2,400, more than $2,400 for every man, woman, and child in the state of California. And instead of returning that money, I mean, you, you think of families that are struggling to make ends meet, especially with gas prices soaring, with housing prices, rent prices soaring, with overwhelming inflation hitting the cost of consumer goods like milk and eggs and meat, $2,400 per person would be life-changing for a lot of California families. And yet instead of spending that money to help California families meet their, their day-to-day needs, Gavin Newsom wants to use that to recruit families, recruit women from around the country to take a free vacation to California, provided that they end the life of their child while they're here. Wow. I mean, I <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, the, the You know, it, it's one thing to have a total utter disregard for human life and then to have a total utter disregard for California taxpayers and recognizing the suffering that a lot of us are going through in one of the most extensive, expensive states in the entire union, where because of what's going on with supply shortages and inflation and the cost of living, et cetera, et cetera, so many California families are suffering. And instead of finding ways with that massive budget surplus to be able to help ease some of that, instead, the governor is finding ways in which we can spend that money and in the process um, uh, provide the ability for people from other states to come here and to essentially terminate a child's life at California taxpayer expense. It's, it's, it, it, if it wasn't, wasn't so predictable, it would be outlandish. Well, and going back to that press conference we had yesterday there in downtown San Francisco, uh, in addition to recruiting women from across the country to come here to California, not only are they talking about that, they are also talking about um, scholarships and loan forgiveness, student loan forgiveness, but not for uh, normal uh, California citizens. We're not talking about student loan forgiveness for blue-collar workers that are making and manufacturing the things that we need. We're not talking about loan forgiveness for uh, truckers that are driving the, the, the goods that we need across the state and even around the country. We're not talking about student loan forgiveness even for uh, all doctors, you know, those that would maybe be taking Medi-Cal patients or be meeting the needs of low-income Californians. Part of this package of bills from the governor includes student loan forgiveness, but only for those doctors that agree to go into the abortion industry. I mean, the, the, the tone deafness, the, the callousness, the insensitivity to what everyday Californians are facing is it's almost beyond belief. It really is. And, and I guess that leads to uh, the critical question that everyone has on their minds. Um, it, it seems as if these decisions are being made on behalf of Californians, California families, and taxpayers, without any input or consideration to same, um, it's almost the notion that um, if if you don't believe as those on the extreme liberal side uh, of the continuum believe, uh, you know, you're you're welcome to live here, but you have to live with it because we're not going to consider you or your feelings. How, how do Californians who who are just utterly disgusted by all of this? How do we respond? Well, I will say this, Craig. I think this is a good reminder for everybody who's listening to your show. Um, I, I would just say, frankly, that elections have consequences. And 
I, um, I, I wish I could say that we were one election away from turning this all around, but the reality is, especially in California, this is going to be a, a long-term project. And I think it's something we're going to have to really uh, point out to our friends and neighbors uh, and to our family members. Um, look, we deserve a better class of politician here in the state of California. Um, if I can, Craig, just to plug an event we have coming up at the Capitol here in just a few weeks, the um, California Family Council is hosting the California March for Life on the steps of the Capitol on Wednesday, June 22nd. At that event, we are going to have from the state of Louisiana, uh, State Senator Katrina Jackson. She is an African-American female pro-life Democrat. Um, she is someone who I think much better actually <laughs> represents the feelings of a lot of California voters. Look, I, I'm not going to agree with her on every single policy issue. I'm generally conservative. I, I tr traditionally vote Republican in my personal life. Now, she's a Democrat. But the reason we're having her come and speak is because she's pro-life. And she at least recognizes that in a, in a situation where we have so many other issues to focus on financially, why in the world, why in the world would we be trying to take money out of the pockets of hardworking American and especially California taxpayers and use it to invest in abortion? Um, and I think if anyone comes to the Capitol that day or if they watch the live stream of the California March for Life, they're going to hear Senator Jackson, and they're going to ask, myself, ask themselves, huh, you know, why can't we elect Democrats like this in the state of California? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I mean, I think sometimes there's a degree of folks here that have just kind of given up. In other words, their level of frustration of seemingly being the same policies, the same people over and over and over again. They just kind of figure, well, it's a foregone conclusion. That's the way it is. Uh, but there's a lot of danger in 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 capitulating or uh, essentially surrendering. And, uh, you know, we're, we're suffering the consequences because many in the past have done that very same thing. So instead of looking at this as a time to just say, well, you know, we rate, we, we're, we're grateful for the impact of the SCOTUS decision in California, we've just written off to say, no, this is a battleground state as well. And, uh, and we need to continue to stand up and give voice to those that don't have it. Well, that's absolutely correct. I think that it is so... It's so vitally important that we do not accept the status quo. And again, look, I, I can read the polls. I can read the election numbers. I realize that um, the likelihood that you're going to have a, um, a, a Republican majority in the state of California anytime in the next couple of years is pretty slim. But, but I just want to point out to people, um, even, even in a situation like this where there are, there are difficult electoral prospects, all throughout not just American history but world history, there are countless examples of Christians who stood up despite what the political realities were, and they were resolved to not accept the status quo. They said, look at someone like William Wilberforce. You know, in England, at the time he began his campaign to abolish the slave trade, um, he knew that the entire economy, the, the, the backbone of the British uh, economy was built on indentured uh, servitude and on specifically on on the transnational the African slave trade, and yet he didn't give up. He worked for decades to push back, and he ultimately was proven right. I mean, Craig, you talk about we hear so much the phrase the right side of history. Well, when it comes to slavery, William Wilberforce was on the right side of history. Yeah. When it comes to abortion, all of us who are pro life, we are on the right side of history. 
And, of course, uh, toward that end, if you're not yet quite there, you need to be. And uh, I want to encourage you to to get engaged, as uh, Jonathan Keller suggests, and to get more information, you need to get educated. To do that, go to CaliforniaFamily.org. That's CaliforniaFamily.org. Our thanks to Jonathan Keller, president of the California Family Council, for that update. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.